Welcome to the Sisterhood & Co. podcast. I'm your host, Harriet Blevins. This podcast is designed to empower, educate, and encourage women of all ages and stages of life in their walk with God. Our goal and intent is to provide you with the best content and topics relevant to your lives as Christians. We will have conversations with other leaders all along the way and discuss topics all of us want and need to hear. I'm so happy you're here and I hope you enjoy the journey with me. Hello, beautiful people. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of the Sisterhood & Co. podcast. My name is Harriet Blevins, and I'm so happy you're here today. As always, I want to thank you for your time because I know there are a million other things you could be doing, so I appreciate your willingness to join me today. As always, I want our time together to feel like we are in mid-conversation with one another. So today we have the privilege of having one of my favorite people in the studio with me. Her name is Pastor Gina Limber, and the crowd goes wild. <laughs> Gina is our executive pastor here at Life Church, but she is so much more to me and to our entire family. I will let her tell you a little bit about herself, but I just wanted to say for the whole world to hear how much I personally love her and I appreciate her. She makes my life personally just so much better, literally every single day. She is on the Sisterhood Lead Team, and she is the architect of our yearly women's event at Life Church called Flourish. She brings so much excellence and beauty to all she undertakes. She is a great encourager, and she always knows how and when to call me higher into a better place. She was a great sounding board for me, even starting this podcast. I would never want to do ministry without her. So without further ado, Gina, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks, (laughs) Harry. So glad you're here. So I want to ask you to tell us a little bit about your life. And I I mean, you know, like husband, kids, the dogs, but you know, all that part of us. Give us just a little brief bit of you, what you, you know, feel open to share about your personal life. Okay. Well, I have a husband. His name is Ashley. And I have, we have four boys, um, Jacob, Levi, Gavin, and Asher, ages 21 to 15. So they're all getting older and, you know, oh, all the things. And then we have two awesome little golden doodles (laughs) that they love more than I do, but that's okay. I still love them. Their names are Jackson Ollie. So so funny. They're sweet. Great. The four boys with the two big dogs. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot happening, but you know. Busy household. You got a busy household. It's good. It's so fun. Yes. So good. I know. God's so good. Yes, absolutely. You have a beautiful family. They're all amazing. Thank you. Just amazing. Okay, so I'm going to ask you some questions. Okay. And I just want you to share with us because you are very unique in your position at mm-hmm. Life Church and just yeah. your position in ministry as a woman. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to start out asking you, like, what age, where, where or do you remember what time in your life that you really began to feel like there was this call mm-hmm. of ministry on your life? You know, how did that come about for you? Was there like an event that happened or mm-hmm. did God speak to you? Like, how did that happen? Well, I I guess it was sort of a morphing, if you will. I mean, the Lord always has a plan, and yes. so you don't really see the big picture mm-hmm, until mm-hmm. He reveals piece by piece. And um, so I went to school. I went to college for um, child and teen psych, mm-hmm. and so um, got my degree in that and planned you know, to someday open my own practice. That was my goal, family counseling and um, sort of ministry, if you will, because I always wanted to do that with a Christian perspective. Mm -hmm. Um, But then went to a church here in town and was asked to be the children's 
director at the time and um, said yes. I, I I don't know really why I said yes, except for it was God's timing. <laughs> yes, cool. And so the, the ministry for me was a little bit of a different call. Mm-hmm. It was, um, but then once I got started there, I was so passionate about it and really saw God's hand working in that and then coming to Life Church um, several years later and being part of this family and this mm-hmm. house and um, starting as children's director here yeah. and then yeah. moving into my <laughs> current role, um, you know, several years back. But um, I'm on my 14th year at Life Church. Um, so, so cool. Yeah, it's been a great so journey. Cool. So I, you know, yes, call to ministry, but, mm-hmm. you know, God's hand just yes. in the movement of it and the timing of it. I So it looked a little different for me than I think mm-hmm. some young people go in knowing that's what they mm-hmm, want to do. Mm-hmm. And, and mine was sort of a journey Kinda and a process. Unfolded. Yes, yeah. or unfolded as, cool. as the Lord For had. those of you listening, Life Church is 18 years old. And so Gina has been with us nearly every step of the way for 14 years. So protecting the names of the, you know, not maybe so easy to work with, people naming no people but how would you define like the early days of your ministry um, being in ministry as a woman we have a lot of women that are listening to this and they're you know not here locally Uh, there's many women across really our country that are in ministry that listen to the podcast Mm -hmm. and it's fascinating to them because it's an unusual thing even in the days we are living in today it's still a very unusual thing and I know you know that uh, sometimes it's bumpy Mm -hmm. entering this calling that we are you know doing and how would you define that the early days of you trying to kind of you know I don't know if it's square peg ground hole I you know I don't know what you how you would define that but you know how did that feel for you? Yeah, I would say definitely, um, and possibly a little bit my personality, um, square peg, round hole. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty vocal, and I don't mind being vocal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yes, I, 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 I love that they're, that all people are given a voice by the Lord, and yes. I feel like we should use that, um, certainly respectfully and honorably. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I certainly don't mean in a way that would bring any negative attention um, so yeah, it was sort of like salmon swimming upstream yeah. for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Great. Um, so it, it, it was, you know, curious to say the least, but, um, I've always been in ministry. My mom always had us in church from, from children, you know, mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. tots. And so all the way up, um, I was serving when they would let me, oh, you know, so, so cool. yeah. just always a part of the, <clears throat> excuse me, process and, cool. um, but recognizing that in a lot of places, you know, mm-hmm. really the children is where the the women could have a voice. and Or the choir. Or the choir. And, <laughs> well, I'm no singer, so I, I certainly had no voice there. It's Let's just, funny. we'll be clear on that. Joyful noise is all same I got. Girl, same, <laughs> no. <laughs> but, you know, I, I guess really until coming to life, honestly, I, I didn't know what that fully looked like. Yeah. Um, you and... Pastor Tim have a real anointing on allowing women to be heard, seen, valued. And um, so that's that's such a beautiful testament to the two of you. You know, it's, Tim and I aren't that much different in age, but Tim and Ashley are great friends. Yes, there's, awesome. there's, you know, I think it's only weird if you make it weird. Yeah, and so, right. yep. you know, I think we're, you know, we're besties. So, yep. um, 
it just works. It works. And I don't yeah. know if it works in every situation, yeah, but for right. us it works. And, um, you know, I only have the best interest of you and Tim at heart course, and Life yeah. Church. And, you know, you've always allowed me to have and a voice. And, and I just... You know, there, there's a lot inside women. That that, they, you know, this is not part of my notes, but I was just thinking about this because I know I have an answer for this. But ha- have you found that it's and you know, this is no shade to either gender, mm-hmm. male or female. But have you found that you have you found there's a more openness from one gender, from male or female for women in ministry? Have you have you come up against that where you're like, whew, that, you know, that guy or that man wasn't having it or you know or maybe this girl was really frustrated with that have you found that more with men or women in your you know in your experience I think sometimes it just goes back to um you know because I think it could be two different things um depending on the day you know sometimes women you know as we say a lot and it's unfortunate women can just be jealous of one another and that's just an unfortunate thing and not saying that anyone was jealous of me, certainly I, I wouldn't think so highly of myself, but the reality is just having that comp, you know, that competition yep, yep, yep. and, and how that feels. And, you know, That's is somebody going to be shinier yep. than another right. and just <laughs> silly, like we're championing uh-huh. one another, you uh-huh. know, yep. and it's, it's not about that. And then I think sometimes men just out of protective mode, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. would, would not want to get too close to a woman. And I understand that. I think there has to be you know, barriers and and boundaries and all the things set in place. And I think once that's done, though, there's a protective scope around it. And so that that's what we've done, you know, is set up protection. And so there's, you know, there's just no gray area. Mm -hmm. Well, I know your voice is very important to a lot. And we have a lot of young women in our church. You know, Mm -hmm. it's a it's a big demographic. Mm -hmm. And um what would you give as a tip or a um, a word of, you know, even encouragement mm-hmm. or even maybe correction, but a mm-hmm. tip for someone who's like, I really feel like I'm called into ministry mm-hmm. and they may be younger and they may just, just now begin that journey of trying to figure that out mm-hmm. and what is fitting and what isn't fitting and what would you tell them? How would you advise them? Because, you know, I know you talk to tons of them. And you have a whole bunch of them at the seat of your own table, mm-hmm. you know. So how, how would you? Well, I think it's twofold. Um, dream your dream mm. and know that God's got a plan for it. If he set it in your heart, he's That's already good. set it in motion. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and the reality is, you know, as the word says, the Lord, you know, gives us our gifts and our gifts yes. make room for themselves. Yes. Amen. Yep. And so whatever that's supposed to look like, mm-hmm. um, and in whatever capacity, I would have never thought at the 18 year old girl who was going to school <laughs> with for a psychology degree, yeah. counseling degree would be in the position I'm in now. So oh, wow. yeah. obviously the, the room made, you know, the yeah. gifts made, room. made room for And it. so, yeah, um, you know, I'm so grateful for that's that. Neat. And to be able to use the voice that the Lord has given me for, you know, organization uh-huh. and leadership yeah. and yeah. all those places. Um, so I, I would just say, keep, keep dreaming. Don't give up yeah. the dream yeah. and know that for the right, the right fit for you yeah. will come yeah. along and yeah. whatever that that's looks really like. That's really good. That's yeah. good. It's encouraging, you yeah. know, for young people, especially. <laughs> Um, yeah, I like that. 
So how important do you feel that the local church is to your personal walk as a Christian? Now, I know mm-hmm. those who know you know the testimony, you know, a yeah. bit of your life. But, you know, how would you encourage someone who maybe maybe they've just come through this weird pandemic season mm-hmm. and they're not even attending church regularly? How would you encourage someone in that? Yeah, I think I think one of the things we've learned coming out of this past season is that um, we are not created for isolation. Right. And so, um, you know, we just get lost in our own thoughts. Mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. sort of a, you know, really the yeah. battlefield ah. of the mind. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it really is a dangerous <laughs> zone if we get if we get tangled. So um, I, w- I would say yes, for sure. The local church has made a gigantic impact. Um, community, I found yeah, my dearest same. friends. Yes, I, I yep. you know, I, I know that I always have some place to, to mm-hmm. lean on, mm-hmm. fall on, you know, and, uh, you know, all those things, you know, when you're younger, you're like, who's going to visit me when I have a baby? You know, then when you're older, like, who's going to visit me if I need something? You know, I don't know, you know, not to be drastic about it. But, right, yeah. right, exactly. Yes. So it's one of those places where, um, you know, you 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 have to, have, but it, for the for the continuation of my walk, too, it's yeah. the, it's the conviction, not the condemnation of, yes. of who oh, the Lord well, is, you know, and how yeah. the Holy Spirit is you know, constantly showing, guiding, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. leading us. Um, yeah. we're, 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 we should always be learners. Yeah, and so, cool. you know, learning more about who he is and, and, and growing in, yeah. in my walk, in, yeah. in, in my own development, my own service mm-hmm. of, of who he is and giving. Yeah. And, you know. Those of you who don't know Gina personally, she is a, I would definitely describe you as a lifelong learner. Mm. Um, you know, it, it is not it is not an unusual day if she says, Oh, I just went over to the college and signed up for some <laughs> classes on I don't know, how to study detective <laughs> DNA or <laughs> she is just unbelievable. So she is a true lifelong learner and so she's always trying to better herself and she does all kinds of things. She can make caramels. <laughs> I call them gourmet caramels because they're the best things ever. And she also can weave. It is wild the things that she can do. But so, yeah, she is a lifelong learner. That's true. That is a big, that's a big deal. Okay. So I have a specific question about sisterhood. Okay. Do you have, over the years, because we've been doing sisterhood now nine years, yeah. do you have a favorite series or anything that we've ever talked about? Because we've covered a lot. A of lot topics. of things. Yeah. And you know the one, um, the one that always sticks out to me when I think about that is the, and I don't even remember the name of it. You would remember the name, um, but the harvest one oh. where we where we did like, gather in the fields or something like yes, that. In the something in the field in the field something yeah the, the find me, find us find her in the field. Okay, I think that yeah. was the name of it. I, yes. I just I just remember. I yes. don't know if it was just because it was a season uh-huh, uh-huh. that I needed to hear it, but that sowing, you know, the threshing yeah, yes. and the, the mm-hmm. reaping, the harvesting, all of those oh, pieces cool. were so beautiful. And yeah, so that was definitely one that just immediately comes up mm-hmm. into my yeah, my thinker, you know. I like yeah. that one too. Yeah. Now, um, I said before 
that she is the architect of all of our upcoming um, spring event for sisterhood. Uh, it's in the spring. It's called Flourish, and I know you're going to probably be on the radio promoting it, the local yeah. radio station promoting it. You know, as the time gra- draws closer, we are yes. recording this in uh, about the mid part of December right now. So around, you know, sometime around the first part of the year, she'll mm-hmm. she'll be promoting that. Uh, but give us a little insight into the event. Can you talk to us a little bit about Flourish? Like, yeah. you know, what you, you know, kind of the, the process of how those, how all that begins and how that comes to fruition. Because it is, for those of you who have experienced a Flourish event, you understand this. But it is a beautiful, it's visually a beautiful event. And it makes you feel some kind of way, mm-hmm. you know. So how do you go about that? Because it's got to be, there's just layers of that, you know, it has to be. There is. Um, obviously, you come up with the vision, you know, or you, you and the Lord, you know, <laughs> pray, pray about, about what, the, are, what are we doing this yeah, year? Yeah, right, right. And so you give me the, the concept, the thinking around that, and then I immediately um, talk with Bailey, our creative director, and then we just start the wheels turning and we start rolling mm-hmm. and, um, you know, how we're going to move forward with every step, the decor, the the you know the graphics yeah. the the content all the places the videos um and then it sort of just unfolds from there mm-hmm. it really is a process um uh, and Bailey and I she's significantly younger than I am so she sees things differently than I do as yep. well so we really help one another bounce yeah, off for the to get the whole age group yeah. of our ladies that will be coming but um Oh, they love it. I so know, much. and I really do love an event. Like it really, it, it, who knew, you know, <laughs> that it would I just bring want y'all me such to all life. Know out there that every time I try to go, maybe we shouldn't do it this year. That Gina's like, oh no, we're doing it. <laughs> so it's always so good, and it's, it's beautiful. A beautiful time. Oh, it it's just is. a special time for the ladies, mm. and just all the gathering and all the. Just all that everyone puts into it. It's yeah. just, it's really beautiful time. It covers mm-hmm. a lot of ages too. It lots does. Of, lots of generations yes. are there. It's yes, awesome. lots of generations. So we will have um, those uh, notes about uh, Flourish will be in the show notes. So you can check that out at the end of the show. Um, can you, what, like, what do they need to know coming up to Flourish? Like, what do they need to know about that? How can they register, you mm-hmm. know? Well, the dates of Flourish are March 17th and 18th. It's a Friday evening and a Saturday morning. Um, The price, everything will be online. They can go to Life Church Wilm um, and register for that. And all the details will be there as well. Um, But we will have breakfast on Saturday morning for them just so they know. We'll have some snacks and things. (laughs) Yeah, and we have... um, a fun market with, you know, some local vendors that they can shop and um, we have goodie bags for everyone. Um, but it's just a really it's special a neat, time. It's a really it's a, great it's time. It's a special time. I think this one's going to be really beautiful. You know, um, Bailey and the team have already shot the, the video for it mm. and kind of got some graphics underway and some merch underway. So we're, we're, oh, we're really so excited good. about it. I yeah. It. Yeah. So good. It's so It'll good. Beautiful. So I guess my last question is, what is the biggest reason that you would encourage women to attend sisterhood like weekly if they're here in the local region and are because mm-hmm. you know sisterhood is not just um, life church women there's women from all around the region that come and participate in sisterhood well, you know what would you say to them like mm-hmm. if somebody were like well why should I come what will I get out of it what what would you say to them 
I'd probably say about a hundred things, but <laughs> I just because there's it's so multifaceted mm-hmm. to me, yeah. and even in my own walk, um, because probably nine years ago I was like, oh, women's ministry, do I have time yeah, for that? Me too. And <laughs> I was like, oh, what are we doing? <laughs> me too, girl. Because what I knew of women, we just didn't. We weren't good to one another. Yeah, we didn't play well all together. The time. Yeah, right, yeah, we didn't. Yeah, and yeah. so, um, one thing I have found in in the company of women of the ministry that you you know have created is that because you lead that way, hmm. you've allowed your team to lead that way, which allows the people to gather that way. And so we oh, we That's support amazing. one another and champion one another and help one another and love one another yeah. and. Um, it just is never a competition. It's good. You yeah, know, you let good. others speak and it's never, oh, you know, are they better than I? You know, oh. it's just, it's <laughs> never any of that. It's just easy and beautiful and exactly really how kingdom life should be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think sometimes our humanness gets in the way of that and, and we, yeah, we mess good. it up. Yeah, but the beauty true. is, is that the gathering of those women, because we are like-minded and because we mm-hmm. share a story mm-hmm. as women, um, that the gathering of that is really just such a beautiful community mm. and representation of the Father's heart. We may have walked all different stories, but um, when we get to come together, yeah. it's it's one voice. Yeah, it really is. The gathering yeah. is really mm-hmm. important. You know, mm-hmm. I love having the podcast and being able to share sisterhood with a broader audience. But that being in the room is very mm-hmm. special. It's a it's a neat time. Of it is special. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you today, Gina girl. Yes. <laughs> we call her Gina girl uh, for being with us today. I mean, I know, you, you know, it, it blessed the audience. I know today mm. to hear just a little bit about you and just sort of, it's intriguing the subject of women in ministry mm-hmm. and sort of someone holding, you know, really at our church, you know, second to, you know, Tim being the leader, you mm-hmm. know, you lead all the ministry areas so beautifully. It's such a, it's an, you, and Gina's getting ready to be ordained into full-time ah. ministry too. It's going to be so <laughs> awesome. Uh, we, you know, we always get loads of questions about ministry, about mm-hmm. women in ministry, because it's yeah. just unusual mm-hmm. topic. But you have such wisdom and insight. So thank you. I just want to ask you before we go, if you'll pray for us. Absolutely. Thank you. Yes. yes. Lord, we just come to you and we thank you. You are a good God and we praise you with um, our whole hearts. Lord, right now, I just pray blessing over Harriet and podcast and every person um, that can hear the sound of my voice, Lord. I just pray blessings and favor over you. May this be your best year yet. And God, we just pray for um, your anointing um, over every person who is listening and just all that is ahead for them, Lord. Um, Continue to allow us to dream the dreams. And um, even this podcast was a dream that is now a reality. And so, Lord, we say thank you for that. Um, Your promises are always yes and amen. And so we lean on that and we trust that, God. We stand firmly upon your word and all that it says for us. And uh, we just thank you for your goodness and your love again and um, for this time together. And we pray for everyone to have a wonderful day. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, You're Gina. Welcome. It was awesome. Thank you. And I always like to close out the episode with a tip of the day. Um, it's kind of, this one today is kind of short and sweet. I want to introduce you to a new word I've come across, and the word is cleanish. 
And I know it's made up, but it's also the title of a new book by Jen Stevens. Her name is spelled G-I-N, Stevens. The premise of the book is to begin cleaning up bits and pieces of our lives. It's not really necessarily or even literally about cleaning, like cleaning your house. It's not about that. But I will be the first to say that I'm working towards what she describes as a cleanish lifestyle. So what are some ways that we can do that? Really quick, I just have a few I'm going to run through. The first one is our food choices. Just eating real food, not packaged food, as much as we can. Um, I heard somebody say one time, try to get your grocery cart and go around the outside of the grocery store first and not so much down the aisles where all the processed food is. Now, I'm not 100% successful at this, but I do like to give it a go and do that as much as I can. The second thing is cleaning products. And I know Gina's here in the studio today, and I believe, I believe I've heard her say one time, I know that she does one of these. But scientists regard household cleaning products as one of the biggest producers of indoor pollution, and they are a huge threat to our human health. According to our EPA, the air inside is two to five times more polluted than outside and 100 times more contaminated because of household cleaners and pesticides. So just choose more natural brands of cleaning when you think about your cleaning products. I know vinegar and water is a great substitute for mopping and cleaning countertops and surfaces and mopping your floors. And also many essential oils do a great job of cleaning and also disinfecting. So just take a look at your cleaning products and maybe go, where can I start being more clean-ish. You know, you may not be 100%, just clean-ish. Then your personal products like Bath and Body. This is kind of hard, you know, shower gel, shampoos, lotions, makeups, non-aerosol, hairsprays, all that. But I heard yesterday, this was staggering to me. I heard yesterday that the average American uses 100 chemicals every day before they leave the house. That is like, what in the world? Like, how are our bodies supposed to do, take care of all that and detox from all that? Then the last thing is your cooking and your cookware. So I heard that you, if you have one scratch on a nonstick pan, it lets off thousands of chemical emissions into your food. So just do a little research and buy pots and pans that are eco-friendly and won't leach bad stuff into your food while cooking. And I will tell you, I found tons of these at TJ Maxx and HomeGoods. You don't have to pay a fortune for them. You can find them at even discount places. And try to never cook your food in plastic. Um, try to find BPA containers to store and reheat your food in. I guess BP or BPA-free. They have been found to uh, contain cancer-causing chemicals. And then last but not least, coffee. Coffee is like my love language. But coffee is one of the dirtiest crops grown on the entire planet. So you want to make sure that your coffee is clean, especially if you drink it every day. The whole uh, whole, fa- whole uh, fair trade organic deal, that is especially important when it comes to coffee. And decaf is even worse. So make sure it's Swiss water filtered and doesn't contain formaldehyde. Now, I can even suggest the best coffee around for you, hands down. Brown Dog Coffee Company in Burgall, North Carolina. I get my coffee from them through a monthly subscription, so I never run out. It is good, it's clean, and it's sourced well. And it's just, it's a good little way to live your cleanish lifestyle. Okay, that's all I have for you beautiful people. So thank you again for joining us here on the Sisterhood & Co. podcast. We have loved every minute of it. I want to thank my guest again today, Gina Limbert, for being with us. And we want to say, go make your life awesome.